Greetings, my excellent friend. Built to. Built to. Media Podcast. The Built to Media Podcast. With Blake Anderson and Gunnar Cummings. Powered by QualityFreightRate.com and Liquid Nitro. Excellent. Welcome to episode 21, I believe. Yes, 21. A um, little different this week. We uh, we are missing a co-host to the Build 2 Media podcast. And stepping in for him will be Nitro, James Giassi. Yeah, we're here. Got big shoes to fill. We out here. Um, Blake is down in Texas. We're going to give him a call in a little bit. Um, just kind of see how... Jesse did down there. He went down, Blake went down with Jesse and helped him pit and, you know, whatnot. So, uh, real quick, I want to go over our sponsors. Um, we couldn't do this without them. So, thank you to K1 Race Gear by Ryan Bowers. Uh, he will be helping out on Jesse's suit in probably a few months yet, but um, I think it's going to be pretty sweet. I think uh, Blake and one of our other sponsors, Scott King Designs, is going to be designing something up for him so thank you to k1 by ryan bowers and scott king designs uh we also got kick-ass beef jerky liquid nitro thunder hill speedway jiggy signs and graphics and qualityfreightrate.com and interesting fact i'm actually going to be working for qualityfreightrate.com starting next week so uh use promo code built to on their website Get yourself a uh, quote and see if they can save you some money. Or if you guys know any uh, any businesses that ship and are looking to save any money, get a quote and check it out. So that's it. That's it for sponsors. I mean, I got a little plug for quality freight rate real quick, if you don't mind. So uh, new engine we got from uh, Hatfield Racing Engines down there. Um, we needed to get it shipped up here, and we called Matt on a Friday at 10 o'clock in the morning, and uh, he jumped on his computer there, and he's like, well, we can ship it through this carrier for $140 or whatever, or we can ship it through this carrier for $160. He's like, well, let's go with them because they got a better insurance program or protection program, whatever, and then our engine showed up Monday morning, and uh, you know that was pretty cool. He kind of handled everything for us there, so a little yeah. plug for them real quick. Yeah, and Matt, uh, he pretty Matt Bull is pretty much qualityfreightrate.com, but um, you know I've worked with him before, and it's I don't know, it's just nice to uh, I don't know, it's nice for businesses to ship with him because he's been you know in, in everything with shipping. Um, he was uh, I believe a manager at like R and L Trucking, so he kind of knows the ins and the outs and the good carriers and what you need for what you're shipping. So. Yeah, definitely, uh, definitely check them out. But um, yeah, we're uh, we're sitting here at MB Customs, Mars Race Cars, and James was working on his car, and I needed another co-host, so came over, set up the uh, the machines, and here we are. Yeah, it's pretty much a mobile operation you got. I see. Um, yeah, happy to be here. You know, help you all. Blake obviously is uh, isn't here at the moment, but. Um, like I said, we'll have a little fun here and kind of shoot the shit for a little bit and see what it turns into. Yeah, no, I appreciate you helping out and um, got to see a little bit of uh, how the white tiger's looking. Yeah, yeah, new cars coming together. Um, 
you know, every winter it's always like, we're going to be ready on time. You know, we're going to be ready on time. And, um, you know, luckily we got the other car at home is pretty much ready to go. Um, and obviously the second car, as you've seen, is, is coming along um, a little slower than we liked. But, uh, you know, it's kind of hard to get parts from certain suppliers and whatnot. So um, it'll come together. We're hoping to put the, the new motor in it this weekend and um, hopefully have it ready here in a couple of weeks. That's the goal. Yeah, and uh, it's probably pretty tough right now to get parts and get kind of everything lined up because the weather's nice and then everybody wants to get their stuff done so you know like jiggy i know he's always super busy at this time but yeah it's not really until it gets starts to get warm out that people are like hey i got a race this year and then they actually start working on their stuff so everybody's buying stuff everybody's assembling stuff and uh you know it's uh race season is going to be here probably on time this year with the weather you know doing what it's doing now so um Fingers crossed that we get everything done and that um, all the racetracks can fire up when they're supposed to and we get good weather from for the next couple of weeks here so we can uh, go take the green. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm just praying for no more snow. I mean, once it once it's gone, I just want it to stay gone. Yeah, you know, there's always that one snowfall, though, in March that just, you know, is like a foot. You know it's coming. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is what it is. Uh, buys us a little more time anyway here at the shop to get the customer stuff done and and whatnot so uh i don't know it'll all work out yeah for sure um so jesse was down in texas did you catch any of it i really wanted to watch it but unfortunately i don't have a race and dirt subscription i don't um, either it is pretty good bang for your buck but for the amount of times that i'm gonna sit and spend a night watching modified racing it just doesn't pay for me to get a subscription so right. um, you know, I kept up on my race pass and seen uh, who were the movers and shakers there, and uh, looked like there was a lot of good cards. And um, you know, it, uh, Jesse made the show both nights, so that's cool. Um, really, a good run for a lot of the MB cars. Um, you know, for the most part. So um, yeah, it looked uh, looked like a busy weekend down there for sure. Yeah, um, I talked to Blake a little bit, and he was telling me that when the trucks pulled in, they were. Uh basically sinking into the ground in the pit so said it was pretty sketchy <laughs> yeah i seen snapchats and i think i think it was rodney's uh truck that got the front bumper ripped off it yeah so, um, <laughs> i can't imagine that was uh very cool but um you know we'll see what uh we'll see how next or i guess they start back up and at the end of the month for the king of america deal so yep. it'll be cool to see that yeah um so going back to the uh the tv deal um I don't know. Which one do you prefer? Like, there's so many out there, and I've been, like, looking at maybe getting one, but I I don't know which one to get. <laughs> you see, that's the thing. I have, I think, three or four of them now. So I had Speed Shift, which was bought out by Flow, okay? Mm-hmm. And I had Dirt on Dirt, which was bought out by Flow. If you get a Dirt on Dirt subscription, you automatically get Flow. So and Flow pretty much has everything on there for the most part, Um whether it's sprint cars, late models, you know, modifieds, whatever. Um, obviously, and then, yeah, I got Dirt Vision also. So, I mean, you you tally up all these subscriptions. It's quite a bit of money per month or per year or whatever. But, uh, you know, I, I use uh, Dirt Vision quite a bit. They got all the World of Outlaw late model stuff. Um, they got sprint car stuff too. I just, you know, I pay attention to the late model stuff more than anything. But, um, and, yeah, obviously the Dirt on Dirt deal is because I like to listen to all the, you know, Rigsby reports and, um, catch the highlights and interviews with the drivers and stuff afterwards. So third on dirt's a good thing to have. That's what you're into. Um, and like I said, that you get flow with it. So 
um, I would go with either dirt vision or get the dirt on dirt and flow com- combination there or whatever. Yeah. No, I was, I was looking at prices and trying to figure out which one to get, but um, I don't know. I like dirt vision because it's got the World of Outlaw Sprint cars on it and the late models. But then, I don't know, looking at prices like flow, I think, is probably the better option for pricing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I said, you get a little bit of everything with flow. Um, just you know, it depends on what you're into. Right. Yeah. So I guess we'll uh, we'll go ahead here and give Blake a call. We'll see if this works. Let me get his number all dialed up here. Hopefully, it sounds all right. But uh, we'll hook up the Bluetooth and give him a ring. Yeah, hello. Blake, you are on the Built 2 Media Podcast. Oh, my goodness. This is my first time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hi, everyone. <laughs> hey, how's Blake doing? Not so bad. I, uh, I'm i currently sitting on a beach, actually. Really? Yeah, how's the weather up there, guys? Well, it's actually pretty nice today. T-shirt weather today, for sure. T-shirt weather. Yep. Guns out. I was pretty surprised. Down here, it's like 66, but it's a Wisconsin 50. <laughs> yeah, it, it the uh, the ocean water kind of changes the weather there. Yeah, it's kind of like your mood sometimes. It's a bit salty down here. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> How about it, huh? So let me get this straight. You're on the beach in the dark down in Texas right now by yourself? Well, it's pretty lit up. I mean, the wife's with me, too. Oh, okay. All right, all right. Megan, would you like to say hi to the Belton Media Podcast? Hello. Hi, wife. Hi, Megan. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, fellas? So, we're just calling to, uh, we know you went down to Texas to watch Jesse and help him out. Um, just kind of want to have you explain how things went down there. Well, first things first. When they said they got a lot of rain, they got a lot of damn rain. <laughs> I've never seen an operation like that, uh, trying to get trucks and trailers in the pits. I mean, for Pete's sake, Rodney Sanders lost the front bumper on his rig before he was even racing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he buried her in the back pit area, and they tried to pull him backwards and rip the whole front end right off. But, yeah, it was pretty messy, I mean, getting in. But, I don't know, first look at RPM Speedway, and when they call it a tight little bull ring, it's, it's tight. There ain't much banking. and really hard to explain the dirt uh it's it's super soft it's kind of like walking on a mattress that's how soaked it was but uh the racing was okay on friday night i mean we made the a which was huge i mean that's (laughs) it was a pretty stressful day i guess you could call it with 70 modified showing up or 71 total right and i mean the the way everything kind of went trying to get everybody in the pit area it was just like what the hell are we walking into? But everybody down here is super nice. You know, nobody really, nobody really, uh, I don't know, looks at you funny or anything like that. It's just more or less, you know, they, when you walk in anywhere, they always say, welcome in, you know, so that's kind of cool. But, uh, as far as racing went on Friday night, I mean, basically went from any other track that's got too much water. It turns into dry, slick one lane, All right? you know, Terry Phillips basically walked, 
walked the field. I mean, it, there wasn't even a comparison. Jesse had, you know, a couple little problems there and basically just ended up pulling off. But then going into Saturday night, I mean, all the boys in the trailer got sleep. Um, you know, we kind of felt a lot more comfortable day two as far as a team, I guess you could call it. We worked really, really well together on Saturday. And Jesse went out there, started eighth and finished fourth, I believe, in the or seventh, something like that, in the heat race. So, I mean, just him getting that drive up but still ended up having to make it into the B was pretty encouraging. And then after he went through the B and made it into the A, I mean, we were we were wide open after that, plus qualifying quick time. That right. was huge. You know, they, they, I didn't understand it at first, but your hot laps is your qualifying. So he qualifies quick time, but that puts him in, it was fourth in the heat race. Sorry, fourth, he started in the heat, but oh. he drove it up. He drove it up and, uh, didn't quite, he, I think he was in second for a while, but he ended up falling back to fourth, which, you know, no big deal. But man, we raced that B, made it into the A, and it was hammer time in the pit area. Yeah. I mean, then 10. <laughs> slam 10 it was just nuts i mean they didn't give you no time at all jesse was in the car while we were still checking air and you know putting mud plugs on and shining the baby back up but yeah all in all it was super fun i mean they made it down here no problem um made it back no problem we got to uh i'll go eat some some fine texas barbecue at shorty's and yeah huh it was good it was good. It was really good to make the A both nights. Uh, that, that was the biggest thing that we were proud of. So. For sure. Um, so did you, you didn't ride down there with them, did you? No, me and Megan actually flew down because then after we got done with the races on Saturday, we went back to the hotel and then drove down here to Galveston to watch, you know, kind of walk around on the beach and hang out for a couple of days. So. Yep. A little vacay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I think uh, Humboldt, I'm going to try to see if I can work it in, but I'd probably be uh, driving down with Jesse then. So Yeah. That'll be coming up here at the end of the month. Heck, yeah. Um, so, I don't know. What was uh, what was the track? I know you kind of said a little bit about it, but um, what? I guess I've never like seen RPM Speedway. What was the track like, or how big was it? <laughs> so, my first comparison when I first seen it, I would say Jim Falls in a sense, not quite as big and probably as tight as St. Croix, but you know, the walls were just concrete squares kind of pieced together. Fence was tore up. I mean, the wall, (laughs) the wall on the backstretch had like four inch by four inch chunks of mud up close to it. So if you got your right front anywhere close to it, it just sucked you right in, you know, but, uh, as far as a track, I would probably compare it to St. Troy. Okay. Just a little guy then. Yeah. And the, and the, that's the thing is I'm, I'm every time I go to a new track, I always, you know, go out to it, grab the dirt, kind of try to feel what it's like to, you know, in my mind, I'm just trying to see what it's going to play out to be like at the end of the night. But, uh, I kind of compared it to gumbo and clay together because it, it wasn't quite gumbo but it had the tackiness of clay, but it also dried out way faster. So. Hmm. It, it, it's a cool bull ring. I mean, the the guys that run it, they do a really good job. I mean, the, the stands were full both nights, completely packed. Pit area was full both nights. I mean, every class was ran very, very well, but 
the biggest thing I like about the UMSCS is they come in and they run the show. So it's, you know, boom, 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 and everybody's done. Blake, give me three things just off the top of your head that you think you learned from um, from this event that you think the team could take to the next track or the next race. To the next race from this track? As yep, far just, as racing just as far wise? As how, just, like, just as far as how everything went. And uh, just give me three things that you think you learned. Well, I would say, obviously, it's the first race of the year, so there's a ton of things to learn. But uh, I think starting at a small track trains you really, really well to go to the next track because all the adjustments that you made that night, I mean, basically night one, you pretty much took everything that you had, threw it out the window because night two, all of a sudden there was a cushion to run on. So I think obviously working together is going to go way smoother next time. I think that's the biggest thing that I would take away from it. Um, number two, I don't know, that's kind of a tough question. It's I'm kind of drawing a blank, honestly, but <laughs> one is I fine. feel like one is fine. I feel like working together is the biggest thing to like learn that night one. I mean, that's what I learned. That's the first time I've ever been on a national tour with a team, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, working together. I mean, like I said, racing at a small track, that's the biggest thing is you're going to learn so much. Of, you all, well, you would know, you know, you hit them small tracks and little bull rings that trains you as a driver for one. But as a team, the adjustments to be made when you get to a big track are going to be way easier. Right. right. So one thing I like about modified, though, is you don't really have to do a whole lot of gearing stuff or anything like that. It's basically just move this and make an adjustment to that and go out there. Yeah. So um, who you said working with the crew, um, you think it got better over time. Who Who is Jesse's crew that's going to be going with him full-time, do you know? Uh, full-time would be Brent, for sure. Uh, I, I, I can't pronounce his last name. It's kind of like on Family Guy when uh, Peter tries to pronounce Joe's last name. You just kind of say Rushima. <laughs> Brent, Rushima, he works for Speedbird. Gotcha. So Brent will be there full-time. He, uh, he, is, the, he is the man on the tire grinder. Let's put it that way. Oh yeah, uh, Jamie Stevalt. He was with. Um, he kind of he well he works with Jesse and Dale, um, and then I mean that's basically it's kind of a grab who you can get type of a deal. Um, I'm going to try to go as much as I can because you know I'm sure you guys seen it. Uh, I took quite a few pictures and videos. I posted a few on Jesse's page throughout the weekend but we got a lot a lot of cool footage from this weekend which i'm really excited to go through and kind of you know show you and get to it because (laughs) there's some badass videos and pictures yeah for sure um no that new car looks sweet and then the uh with the sunset and everything it was just kind of pretty picture perfect yeah it was great man the people down here are good it's fun. It was really fun to be on a tour. I mean, all the way in Texas, but yeah, like Buzzy said on uh, a couple episodes back, it's just cool to see how everything's ran and the way they, you know, the way they prepare things for you, or, you know, how they promote their show and then what it's actually like when you get there. I mean, they, 
I think they hit it out of the park. It was they were battling a lot of stuff. I've never seen a that big of a caterpillar pulling trucks and trailers in and out. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so you think you're gonna we're gonna have to do this podcast over the phone from now on? You moving down there or what? Well, I don't think I'm gonna move to Texas quite yet because I haven't quite got the accent down yet. But ah, one one thing I did notice is it's always y'all and it's always welcome in. <laughs> <laughs> Well, here's the deal. If you're moving to Texas, I'm going too because this cold is just, I ain't liking it. I'm not, not going to lie. I found a couple houses for sale. And I mean, your shoulder's got to be sore by now after all the slug bugs I've sent you the past couple days. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I would recommend Galveston, though, for vacation. It's pretty sweet down here. I've never seen that many regular cabs, short box, two wheel drive, slammed. Chevy Silverados in my life. <laughs> I, uh, I seen on some Snapchats you, they might have been uh, doing a little few donut action and down there. Oh god, it was cool. We went down to the east side and it's like, like on the on the north side of the road, it's just like this ramp of concrete that goes up. I don't know if it's a wind block or what it is, but we went down on the beach and we came back and all of a sudden it's just like truck show. Like there's sixty <laughs> trucks lined up. I told Megan, I was like, we got to come back here and look at these. Because if they're all lining up, you know, like a truck rally type of deal, we got to come look at them. Well, they weren't there when we went back. We went down to the beach. Yeah. Uh, It was like full-on Fast and the Furious, like Mexican style. (laughs) Not lying. (laughs) Truck slammed. I mean, we had 15-inch rims, chrome with like a 15-and-a-half-inch tire just like bopping through the sand, dragging the bumper. Nice. (laughs) Speed controls got sirens going, and they're all playing music. It was pretty sweet. <laughs> oh, but it, awesome. it's so cool on this strip, man. Like, Sunday night, it's like a car show right on the strip right here. It's eight miles of shoreline driving. Yeah. I've I, I seen more older cars. Yeah, it's just sweet. So what do you got for a rental? <laughs> now that, Now that is something to talk about. This here is a prime, and I'm talking prime. Hyundai Elantra. So you're not like posted up next to the Teslas and the and the Mustangs and everything that I've seen. Well, I tried to race a Nissan GTR last night, and uh, I was still at the stoplight when he pinned it. So, <laughs> put it this way: when I lock her in sport mode, them 14 uh, inch tires on the front end are smoking. First part. I bet you almost had him, though. Oh, <laughs> until we hit the gas, I had him covered, man. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, though, you know, you grab that e-brake and put her in your verse, you really get this thing hopping. You get that e-brake just squealing on some fresh concrete. That's so fun. <laughs> well, if, I mean, if you had him on a road course, you would have took him, but it was in a straight oh. line, so. Right. Yeah, he didn't even know it was coming. No. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I was playing George Jones, and he was over there playing rap music, revving it up. I'm over here like you can't even hear it because it's so quiet. But Right. Somehow he took me. I mean, sleeping on the start. But Who would have thought, you know really? What they say? You know what they say, driving like a rental car. I was trying. <laughs> <laughs> So are you in the uh, in the part of Texas that got hit with all the cold, or are you further south? 
Uh, all the cold was up there in Crandall where the races were. Oh. So they actually last week or two weeks ago. So they canceled last week. So two weeks ago they had a, over a foot of snow. And then, you know, negative zero temperatures, which I can definitely see why they can't handle it. It's, nobody's prepared for that. No. But then now last week they had over five inches of rain. Holy. Yeah. So, I mean, put it this way, the truck next to us, when everybody drove in, you know, the front tires where they parked, you left rut. Like, rim was at the level of ground, right? Yeah. The truck next to us, they forgot to close the valve for their gray tank, for their hauler, for the shower and all that. Yeah. So all that water drained out in that tire track. Ooh. By the end of the night, Saturday, that truck had sank in on that side all the way up to the hub of that semi-rim. <laughs> That's how soft it was. The ground was just like a sponge, man. I'm telling Jeez. I bet that smelled so, good, too. Oh. Oh. Well, thankfully, it was just shower water. It wasn't the black tank. <laughs> Put it that way. <laughs> Boy, that'd be stinky right there. <laughs> oh. Yikes. Yikes. <laughs> well, uh, I guess that's uh, that's kind of what we called for, and um, appreciate you taking the yeah. time out of your vacay to uh, to come on with us. But um, I'm going to kind of go over uh, some few questions with James, and we'll... Uh, yeah. Have a margarita for, for me, sure. will For sure. I, uh, we got Harry Hansen coming on next week. Ooh, nice. I mean, I kind of wanted to get that out there. And then also the, uh, the built to media is going to be big this year. Not going to lie. Yeah. It's going to be pretty huge. Um, I mean, one yeah. thing, <laughs> one thing I was going to tell you was, uh, you know how we were gonna put that Blake Hahn video out? Right on. Yeah, it's uh, it's probably not gonna work because um, when I tried to match the uh, words up to his mouth, it uh, it works for a little bit, and then it looks like one of those old Chinese movies where the words don't match the lips. <laughs> oh man, that doesn't drive me nuts. <laughs> what the hell did he just say? <laughs> I think it was because he was lagging out a couple times, so I think it was messing yeah. up, but. Yeah. So well, we still put the Millard one on. That one will be coming up. Yeah, if I can get the words to match up with that one, we'll we'll try. <laughs> <laughs> it's still going to be huge, regardless. It's big. Uh, everything we do is big. Wow. I mean, if it was small, all these people wouldn't matter. Exactly. <laughs> but you fans, you fans out there, you make it all worth it. I was repping all weekend with the Bill Two shirt. Heck yeah. <laughs> Man, people know who we are now. Oh, yeah. That's why I wear a 2X. It's like a billboard on my back. <laughs> yeah, big news coming up. I mean, videos, pictures. We got huh, Scott King Design. You know that guy. Oh, yeah. He sent me a little proofy proof. Of the, uh, of the new shirt? Of the suit. The suit, ooh. The racing suit. Ooh. Yeah, say no more. This is big. Say no more. Say no more. It's freaking sweet. <laughs> All right, brother. Well, as they say in Texas, man, y'all have a good one now. Hey, y'all have a good one. Uh, 
Yeah, like James said, have a margarita for us. 10-4. Good chatting with you boys. We'll catch you next week. All right. Later. Later, homie. See ya. Good stuff right there. I could use a vacation right about now. You think so? Yeah, it's that time <laughs> of the year where, like, I mean, really all winter, it's like you're never done working on stuff. No. And you think you're going to have so much time in the winter to go do other things, and then it, it never really works out that way, you know? Yeah, I feel like winter is kind of just like, it's almost like depressing because you wake up, like for me anyway, like you wake up, it's dark out, you go to work, and then not much after you get done with work, it's dark out again. So it's like, and there's also not much to do, but. Right, yeah, I mean, I'd say for the last month and a half, Every Friday, I just leave work right at five, go home, lay on the couch. And it's like, I wish I could do that more than just Friday night, but it's like a normal day for me is I wake up, like you say, when it's dark or, you know, starting to be light, come to work, work all day, get done working, work on my own stuff all night. And I don't get home till like eight, nine, 10 o'clock, you know, it all depends. But, uh, and then pretty much you just shower have a plate of pizza rolls, you know, or a bowl of cereal and go to bed. And, uh, <laughs> you know, you kind of get stuck. It's kind of depressing, like you said, but, um, you know, it's not much you can do about it. You just kind of, kind of keep digging. Yeah. And then I feel like as soon as the first like shot of warm weather comes, everybody is just like, it's go time. Yeah. Yeah. Then you kind of get the motivation again, but, um, yeah, there's a lot of, a lot of hours get stuck into this, you know, it don't matter if you're racing a B mod sprint car, late model, whatever. Um, you know, if you want to, if you want to be successful and you know, you got to have your stuff right. And that stuff takes time. So, I mean, it's all part of it. Yeah, for sure. Um, so where are you at with the, uh, with the whole race program for 2021? Where are we sitting? Well, um, I don't know. I kind of get mixed emotions about this because I feel like everything's sitting pretty good. Um, you know, those who are going to be back on the car as far as sponsors and whatnot this year are, are you know, people like Greg Parent, GRP Motorsports. Um, you know, Ken and his crew at GTK Services and obviously Matt, Quality Freight Ray Liquid Nitro. And, um, you know, it's cool to have them guys back because it's not just a sponsor deal with them anymore i mean it's it's personal like there's a good relationship there with each and each of them so um you know i'm looking forward to that i feel like the relationships that we have with those people are pretty solid um you know obviously in the the, everybody here at at jimmy's place mb custom cmd ray shocks whatever uh it's uh everything's pretty solid um you know i tried speak or i tried talking to some new people um and not, I don't know, people, it seems like everything's weird right now. It's like people are interested in trying to do something, but then nobody really wants to spend any money, but then, I don't know, it's weird. Like I've getting, I'm getting weird vibes about um, how things are going. I don't know if people are worried about, you know, what's going to happen here in the next few months with all the political stuff or whatever. So, yeah, I don't know. Like I said, we got a pretty solid, you know, base right now for everything we got going on and. You know, obviously we got the second car, like I said, we're putting together in a, a new engine for it. So um, we definitely got more tools in the toolbox this year than, than we've ever had. So I'm looking forward to it. Uh, we can go out there and 
and race like hell every night and not have to worry about tearing something up because uh we'll just go back to the shop and grab the other one and rebuild you know whichever one gets hurt and uh you know so uh i'm looking forward to it i think uh i think this year i can be a little more aggressive and um you know that's what the fans like to see the fans like to see the the aggressiveness it seems like in this day and age so um I don't know. We'll see how it all works out. I'm looking forward to starting it off here in a couple of weeks. Yeah. And, um, that's awesome. But like you said, one thing, one thing I know for sure is these guys that are on like a professional team or they know they have a backup car. I mean, I feel like I was kind of like you when I raced a little bit, like you don't want to drive it super hard. I mean, I don't know. It's, it's so much nicer to know that, Hey, if I go out and wreck this thing, I got a backup car to go the next week and you can have, you know, time to work on it or whatever. But I mean, these guys are so, I mean, they got to be so thankful to have a backup car or backup cars because, you know, their one job is to go out there and win then. Yeah. I mean, if you look at a national tour, you got to have, you got to have four three or four of everything, you know, um, each and every time them guys hit the track, they got to be moving forward. And if they're not, you know, they can get on the hot seat real quick. And, you know, a lot of them being just drivers, they'll, uh, you know, they'll lose their ride or they'll find somebody else to, to put in the seat. So, um, I mean, you got to kind of just be aggressive. And I think a lot of that trickles down to the level that we're at because we got some of the best, you know, I would, I don't know if it's regional or local guys in our area, you know, so you got to be up to par with everything. You got to, you got to have a little extra, um, you know, in the fuel tank to, to be good. And, um, you know, it's, I don't know. Well, uh, I got a good feeling about this year, but, uh, at the same time, you just got to kind of keep your nose to the grindstone and make sure all your stuff's together. And, um, you know, you're just prepared more than anything. Yeah, for sure. Um, and going back to the, uh, the sponsor deal, I know it's, it's just kind of crazy because this whole COVID thing, you know, it's, Nobody knows what's going to happen. I mean, now it's been a year and it's like a lot of these businesses, it, it sucks for them because some are still out of business or they've had to cut back and, you know, to sponsor a race car, it's hard to, sometimes for some businesses, it's hard to say, yeah, we want to do it. Even if they do want to, they just, you know, you got to pick and choose your battles. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, they got to, they got to put food on their table first, you know, so, um, you know, it's understandable for sure. Um you know, I've, I lost a couple because of the whole deal. And, um, but I think it made my relationship with the ones that I got, the ones that I mentioned a lot stronger. Um, you know, it's easier to focus on, you know, three really good sponsors and it is to focus and make everybody happy if you have 15 small ones, you know, so no, I'm pretty, I'm pretty pumped. Um, you know, I got, you know, we got the crew, I guess you could say back together. Uh, obviously my dad, he's going to, continue helping out and everything and uh danny's excited he wants to get a lot of stickers this year he said so I'll try to bring some home for him and uh you know kaylee she's uh i think she's ready to go too she was just working on the schedule yesterday so um we'll see what uh see what happens with um you know a couple of the racetracks around here that didn't get to open the last year hopefully um they will be able to this year i've heard some positive things so um hopefully all that goes well and we can I was thinking today, we, we only raced at five different tracks last year. Really? Um, Cedar Lake being one, Superior, um, Ogilvy, Rice Lake, and um, 
SK Speedway, which I wouldn't even count that because we, we got the heat <laughs> race in and then the lights went out during the middle of our feature. So, <clears throat> um, yeah, I don't know. I'm looking forward to getting back to some of the other tracks, you know, that I didn't get to go to last year, whether it's because of the COVID deal or, you know, that one weekend, um, the Labor Day weekend, we had to sit out because we wrecked the week before. But, uh, you know, heading back up to the the Silver 1000, that'd be pretty cool to go back to. Um, obviously, we uh, had a good run there a couple of years ago, and um, I ain't been able to get back there since because uh, they didn't get to open last year. And then the year before, we uh, we didn't have an engine. So um, I'm hoping everything, you know, for the racetracks goes well and they can open and stay functioning because I know this could be this whole deal could really be a you know the nail in the coffin for a couple of them in particular so I just hope everybody gets open back up on time and like I said the weather looks good so I imagine everybody will be ready to go right away um, like you said the the warm weather sparks a little bit of motivation in everybody whether it's a driver racetrack fan or whatever to to be ready when the time comes heck yeah um, so I guess kind of going away from the dirt track racing uh what did you think of the snow slash ice carts that we went and ran last weekend oh yeah or, um yeah yeah I, I think it'd definitely be something cool obviously we went on a day where it was a little warmer than you know than ideal conditions so we it wasn't as much ice as it was slush right um, you know, the, I think the way that he's trying to get it going as far as running on the ice, you know, with the treaded tires and everything would be a really cool deal. Um, obviously, you just got to – we picked a bad day to go. So, um, sounds like he's going to run some um, some dirt track go-kart races next year. So, um, for those who don't know what we're talking about, it's basically a pro-kart. Um, if you've ever been to their pro-kart indoors, it's basically that. Um, guy had a – guy had a track in a field that was basically ice he had been working on it for a while and uh, basically ice racing on an oval track with pro carts and uh we went last saturday and obviously it was just a little too warm for what we were getting ready to do with it but i think there's definitely some potential there and uh it could be a fun deal on a on a sunday to run over there or whatever yeah i think so too i think we uh i don't know maybe we should talk him into getting the carts over to thunder hill next year spray a little ice down or a little water down and uh i don't know i think banking on banking plus ice i think that'd be pretty sweet yeah for sure yeah so i don't know what else you got man not much uh shop here is is busy wide open um we still got a lot of cars to to do that are on the list and you know, everybody's working and everybody, like, I mean, we keep talking about it over and over. It's getting warmer now, so everybody's going to be getting antsy here over the next couple of weeks. And, um, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of people that I know, because I've, I've been guilty of it before where you kind of put off working on the race car and stuff. And then you realize that it's getting warm out and you only got four weeks until the race season starts and everybody's thrashing to get their stuff done. So, uh, it'll be a flood here pretty quick, I imagine with, uh, with customers and, um, obviously, you know, our buddy Jiggy wrapping cars and stuff, everybody probably hasn't even thought about what they're going to do as far as graphics until right now. So he's going <laughs> to probably be pulling his hair out here over the next couple of weeks. And, um, speaking of which, I got, I got two of them for him whenever it gets time. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. It's, a. Uh, it'll be a, it's, yeah, that's all I got to say about that. <laughs> what, uh, 
So you guys hit 300 modifieds here last year, right? Yep. yep what, back uh, in June. Do you know what number late model you're at? Well, I know today I just finished modified number 367. Wow. And um, um, late models, let's see, one. Yeah, I have to get back to you on that. I don't remember. It's, yeah. It's like, I think it's like 100 and, you know, I don't even know. I shouldn't even guess. I'd probably be lying. Yeah. <laughs> um, did you... Did MB Custom start building modifieds first, or was it at the same time? Do you know? No. So uh, the late model stuff, the MB late model stuff, started in 2008. You know, pretty much, and um, it wasn't until 2011 or 12, I believe, that the modified started. So, okay. Back in the day when I was a kid coming here, it uh, it was kind of laid back for the most part. I don't think they did, but 20 late models a year, maybe. Right, and then obviously when the modified stuff got started, it it started slow, but then I think you know it it picked up real quick, and um, obviously the number of modifieds has surpassed the late models, you know, by a mile. So um, yeah, for sure, it's definitely we definitely do a lot more modifieds than late models today. Um, late model stuff has been picking up the last couple of years, though. So, however, um, it kind of it was really slow there for a minute, but um, they're, they're uh, I would say, about half the speed of what the modified sell. Right. So. Yeah, I know. Um, well, I'm sure the uh, success that Rodney has had the last, I don't even know how many years, but I'm sure that didn't hurt any. <laughs> no, for sure. Uh, Rodney, he's a wheel man. And, um, you know, there's a lot of lot of good modified guys that, um, that pilot these cars, you know, especially on the USMTS side of things. And, um there's a few more out there now over in the UMP area. Um, Drake Troutman and obviously Buzzy, you've been down there and got a got a win down there um, in Florida. And so, I mean, I don't think it's going to slow down anytime soon. Um, that's for sure. If anything, it's growing even more. So, the future looks pretty good for uh, what you see here. For sure. Now, when you guys build a modified for like a different series, is there a lot of different changes that go into them or are they all like standard and then the body works different or how does that all work? Yeah, I mean it all depends. Um obviously the the there's basically four sanctioning bodies you got with soda, you got UMP and then USMTS and USRA which I think is pretty much close to the same as far as rules between USMTS and USRA. Um, you know, they got, some of them got a little bit different body rules. Um, I mean, suspension wise, I'm not really involved in that department when it comes to the modifieds. I'm more so putting the bones together in the back and, you know, Jeff and I, we, we do the chassis stuff and, or the frames and all that. So, I mean, I'd be lying if I could answer that question because yeah. I don't know entirely, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I just, we stay in the back and, and burn metal together pretty much. Yep. Um, so I guess I got a question. What, uh, what are you looking forward to most this, I guess, for your race season? What are you looking forward to the most? Man, I don't even know. Um, obviously we want to be successful, win some races, um, you know, win some money, whatever. Uh, I'm trying to decide if we want to go follow any sort of points deal, whether it's Cedar Lakes um nascar dash series which i don't know 
if there even is one or what it pays or whatever. Um, or obviously the Wasota Challenge Series. Um, I can't decide if we want to do anything like that or if we want to just do what we've been doing, which is pretty much hit and miss what we want. Um, there is a couple of things this summer that I would like to take a weekend off of racing and go do outside of racing. Um, however, and it's really tough for me to do that because if there's a race somewhere, I, I want to be there, you know? So, right. I mean, it could pay 300 to win. If I, if they're racing late models, I always just feel like I need to be there. So, um, I don't really know. I feel like we're probably just going to do what we've been doing, hit and miss, whatever we want. Kind of, if there's a outlaw show somewhere, just take the soda car over there and, uh, try to see what we can do. Um, I guess if I had, uh, I'm just looking forward to, to winning some races, man. That's all, that's all yeah. I want to do. <laughs> I want to do it for, uh, you know, the people that are helping us, the crew, Danny, my dad, Kaylee, and obviously our sponsors. And, uh, you know, Danny always pumps me up. He's like, I want, a, I want a bunch of stickers this year, you, you know, feature winter stickers. So, uh, those who don't know Danny, you should meet him. He's a, he's a goofball, a good guy. So, uh, <laughs> I'm going to try to get him some stickers. That's the, that's the goal. Heck yeah. Um, yeah, no, I know, uh, I know build two media is definitely looking forward to, uh, coming out and doing some things with you and I don't know, just trying to help out any way we can. Yeah, for sure. Um, obviously what you're doing with the website for me is, uh, is huge because, like I said before, I, my light, my nights get pretty late working on cars and stuff. So, um, you helping out with that side of the thing so that side of the program is definitely beneficial to me and uh it's greatly appreciated and hopefully you know we'll strap a bunch of gopros on the cars this summer and and uh make some cool little videos and whatever and i enjoy the in-car stuff because it gives other people a perspective you know as to what happens inside the car that you know they can't see or they don't really realize and it gets pretty busy in there especially when you're you know throwing slide jobs and and everything else pulling tear off so right um i'm looking forward to that you know on on your end for sure coming out with some cool stuff there yeah no i know last year when we put some gopros in looking at the footage it's it's crazy to uh i don't know you can really hear the the throttle control and see what you're doing with the wheel and then you know when you get into some tight battles it's uh, you know there's a lot going through a driver's head when it you know, it all comes close like that. Yeah, for sure. Um, going back to your question about what I'm looking forward to, um, I just thought about this. Another thing, the second car that we're putting together um, with this Hatfield racing engine is, uh, I think it's going to be a pretty nice piece when it's all done. And we're probably going to take that and try to attempt to run against some of the outlaws when they come around, you know, just when it geographically makes sense. So um, I'm looking forward to doing more of that stuff you know running with the best of the best and uh seeing what we can do um i had the idea of bringing both basota cars to cedar lake for the nationals and running one with the nascar late models and one with the open late models so um that's kind of still in discussion i think it'd be cool to do you know obviously we're gonna win it probably not right <laughs> but, uh, but it'd be really cool just to just to try it and i think if a guy can can just make the show um basically the first half is just survival you know don't get your yeah. stuff tore up and try not to get lapped and then uh, we saw that last year <laughs> yeah yeah but i mean if 
I mean, four years ago, five years ago, I think a Wasota car could compete. I think Pat Doerr was leading it one year until he ran out of fuel, you know. Ugh. So AJ was leading it one year. I think it was a Thursday night of the Nationals, and then he blew up, you know. So times are a little different. The tracks are, you know, they start out a lot faster, you know, a lot more water, especially when the outlaws are in town because nobody wants to see them guys run around on the slick racetrack, right. which I get. But I don't know. I think we're going to try it, you know, and just see just take it one race at a time and then if we can somehow end up making the show um just see how it goes obviously if we get lapped probably just pull off so we don't wreck it for somebody else but <laughs> if you can not get lapped i think that last 40 laps when the track starts to get slick i think a guy could you know do halfway decent i mean generally the last couple of years there's only been 10 11 12 cars that finish anyway so right we'll just kind of see what happens um yeah, mainly just I want to, I want to do I want to race more with the open the open cars and um, even though we're underpowered, I still think there's a lot you can learn just by racing with them. Um, obviously, if we're if we're really slow, depending on the racetrack that we're at, we're just probably going to get out of the way. But uh, um, you know, we had we enjoyed going to Superior last year and doing that deal because the track wasn't so fast and um, you know everything. It was just. It's cool racing with them. I feel like you can run tenth with them guys, and it you get more you get more credit than you do running in the top three at a Wasota show. Right. Know? So I don't know. Kind of looking forward to all that. Um, you know, I don't really know. We'll just kind of see how everything goes here. Yep. No, I don't know. It's looking back at it, like seeing how good you did with the uh, with the big dogs last year. And now you'll have, um, you know, hopefully a better motor and an updated car, a new car. Um, I think it'll be interesting. And, uh, and like you said, I don't know, looking at, looking at like sprint cars and stuff, if you put a, if you put a 360 against a 410, you're going to definitely see the difference. But looking at late models and stuff on like a slick track, like you were talking, it's, uh, I don't know, it's pretty cool to see. Like, I was in Superior last year with you, and it was just cool to see how uh, how close, like, you know, the normal Wissota cars are compared to the big dogs. Yeah, for sure. Like I said, it's all just based on the track and how they started out. Um, you know, when we went to Superior, it was dead slick right from the get-go, so you didn't need all the horsepower to time trial. Um, I mean, if you go to Cedar Lake and you time trial and... You know, they got it pretty wet, especially if you're out, if you're one of the first guards to time trial, you're going to get eaten up. So, um, it just all depends. The way it goes lately, the last couple of years, they got the racetracks too fast for a Wasota car to really be competitive with the open cars. But, um, you know, like we keep saying, if it gets slick, it's, it's a little bit more of a even playing field, um, or close to anyway. So yeah. we'll just, we'll take it race by race and, um, Hopefully we can start out in spring. We got the our old car is going to remain the same as far as the engine package and and everything the way it was. Um, obviously it was working pretty good. So um, there was a little bit of talk about selling that car, but I didn't really want to get rid of it until we can get this other one working good. So and plus, like I said before, having two cars ain't so bad. You know, having more tools in the toolbox, so to speak. So it'll be it'll be interesting to see how it all goes and uh just looking forward to getting started in the spring and hopefully we can start off strong again like we did last year that'll that'll be a big push going into the next few races for sure um random question here how are your cats doing man my cats 
I got the one cat. He he likes to keep shitting in the corner. I don't know what it, <laughs> what the deal is. Every day, like downstairs in the living room, he's got this windowsill he chills on, and he just keeps shitting in the corner. I don't understand. It's we got new litter. We're running new litter in the box. Nice. <laughs> and right away, Kaylee and I, we thought that you know that was the cure to that issue. But it only lasted about a day, and then he was back to shitting in the corner. I don't get it. Jeez. Um, the other cat, man, we're trying to watch a movie last night, and this other cat will jump up and start playing with the strings on the lamp, you know, just annoying the hell out of you. So, right. <laughs> yeah, you know, they're all right. They're just, just they're like children, you know. They just get on your nerves some days, but at the end of the day, you love them. So, yeah, I um. I don't know. I think uh, the girlfriend Blake has seen uh, seen your cats too much because now she wants one, and we can't have a dog in the apartment. So now she wants a cat. I'll sell you one. <sighs> I'm just kidding. I, I think we're gonna. Get... I couldn't do that. <laughs> I think we're gonna get a kitten. But cats are cool, man. They eat the mice. If you ever got mice anywhere, I wish I, I wish we had a a cat in the shop over there. Yeah. Um, I know we had one that was just a stray come to the shop all the time, and you always see it walking around with a mouse in its mouth, and uh, I wish we had one in the shop. That might be something we work on in 2021. Yeah. <laughs> no, I I like cats if you get a cool one, but if you get, like, an asshole cat, I, you know, and it's like, eh. Yeah, no, ours are cool. Um, they're kind of inseparable, too. Like, if we took one away from, like, if we took one yeah, and gave it away, like, the other one would probably go nuts. So. Right. No, it's uh, it's cool. I'm a big, big cat guy, yeah. big animal guy. I like all animals. I'll yeah. take it. Like, I wouldn't mind a ferret. Or something. Really? All time favorite pet though, if I could ever have it, would be a monkey. Really? <laughs> yeah, I always see videos of monkeys on Facebook, like changing lug nuts and stuff like that. That I oh, just think that'd be badass. new pet crew member. <laughs> that would be badass. In Victory Lane, monkey jumps up on the deck lid. Like, oh yeah, that'd be that, that's goals right there. <laughs> we uh, we walked into the pet store today, and there was like a a big iguana like you'd see in florida i'm like why would you ever want one first off and who's gonna buy this thing yeah they don't really do nothing but just kind of sit there right we know. uh we walked up to it and like we're just talking normal and that thing didn't move it was just passed out yeah no it, uh i don't know unless i mean i don't think if, if i got an iguana I, I don't think i would let it stay in a cage like it would just have to free roam like yeah like, I don't know, it was just, I feel like it would lay in its little hammock yeah, thing all day and yeah, not do anything. It, it probably wouldn't, like, eat your couch or nothing, so right. <laughs> i just let it go. It's uh, awesome. So a monkey, huh? A monkey, that's the move. That's, that's the, move. the move. What would you name it? Um, Ezekiel. Ezekiel. <laughs> okay, okay, I can I can see it. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, you got to get like certain permits and stuff, though. I think for really? those kinds of animals, I haven't looked into it much. But is it considered like an exotic animal or something in Wisconsin? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Duh. Yeah, I think my uh, I think my grandpa knew somebody that had a tiger, kind of like it? Joe Exotic. Yeah, I was gonna say it was his name, <laughs> Joe. Um, uh, that'd what? be. I mean, why would you want that? Just a big cat is all. Right. That could, you know, eat you. I don't feel like anybody would come on your property. No, no. <laughs> I went to worry about that. <laughs> uh. Hmm. Well, 
I don't know what else you got. It's kind of a kind of a weird episode, you know. I wasn't. Uh, nah, it's chill. I wasn't no, prepared. <laughs> it's no big deal. There's no uh, no pressure really. No script to follow. You just kind of go with it. So it's kind of nice just having a normal conversation like the mic can't even hear. Right. Um. I don't know why I was thinking of Fast and Furious, but what's your favorite movie? My favorite movie? I mean, I don't know if I can have a favorite. I'm a big movie guy, so like I watch all kinds of movies right. when I can anyway. Usually it's from the time I get home after I shower until the time I go to bed. But, um, you know, if I had to pick a couple that are really good that I think are really good, if you haven't seen Lawless. Oh, great. Great movie. That's a banger for sure. Yes. Um, just, I don't know, I'm kind of an old solo, so I kind of like that old, you know, gangster bootlegging type. That's that is a badass stuff. movie. Um, yeah, it's like that movie's kind of like slow if you're not into it. But if it's like once it kind of, I don't know, once you kind of get what's going on, it's pretty awesome. Well, I like it, you know, because that's like where racing started too. Was the bootlegging days? So, right. Um, yeah, for sure. That that's a that's a top runner. Um, I'm trying to think of some other good ones. Obviously, Six Pack's pretty pretty good if you ain't seen it. You seen Six Pack? No. Oh, I'd have smack you. <laughs> go I haven't on seen you, a lot of movies. Go on YouTube, man. The whole thing. Just type in Six there. Pack. Yes. Yes. Just watch it. <laughs> I feel like you've told me this so many I times. I have. I have. You don't listen. <laughs> anyway, Six Pack. Six Pack's a pretty good one. A lot of the new movies that they come out with that are like supposed to be about dirt raising actually like suck really bad. Yeah, they're not good. No. And uh, I definitely, I mean, I give them credit for trying, but. You got to get it right, you know. But you have to, like, have somebody that's done dirt racing before, like, in it. I literally, I can't remember what, I think it was that Champion movie. I don't, I don't know, know if I heard of it, but. It's it like a dirt late model movie, kind of, or whatever. And there was a scene where they were out there racing, and it had, like, a in-car cam facing the driver's face, like the helmet. Yeah. And it would flip from that back to the spotter in the pits. Right. And every time it would flip back to the driver, it'd be like, because you can see their face, and then you'd see the spoiler behind them. Yeah. Go back to the crew, go back to the driver, spoiler's gone. Like, like the spoiler uh, just vanished. <laughs> I don't know. Like, it's just gone. It comes back, like it, I don't know, it's weird. You'd have thought they pulled into the pits, took out a drill. Right. And in a 716th and popped the spoiler off, came back out, put the spoiler, you know, it was just not, not good. You <laughs> not know, if, accurate. if you're into race, like if, if you don't know racing, you never would have noticed it. But me right away, I'm like, Hey, that, wait a minute. What happened? They didn't just knock the deck lid off this thing. Right. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, uh, yeah, I'm a big movie guy, man. I was sick. Me and Chris Mars, he's a, I swear we talk every day about like, you got to watch this on Netflix or you got to watch this on Amazon prime. Yep. And, uh, I watched this uh, Operation Odessa on on Netflix the other day, and I was blown away. I came to the shop, told Chris, and now everybody was talking about it a couple of days ago. Like, <laughs> if you ain't seen that one, that's kind of a, a documentary about some Russian mob type stuff. That's a that's a pretty good one to watch too. Was, yeah, uh, yeah, big movie guy. Huh. Um, gonna throw you a curveball here. What do you think? Uh... It's kind of been popping off, and this is why I'm asking, but what do you think about, like, the Bitcoin stuff or investing? You do any of that? You play play with any of that? Well, I've been looking more into it the last year than I ever have before. Right. Um, 
I think I'm a little late to the party. You know, I should (laughs) have, you know, before everybody was talking about it is obviously when it was a good time to get into it. But uh, as far as Bitcoin in particular, I think I'm definitely late to the party when it comes to that. There's some other things that I think a guy could probably get into and it would benefit them later on down the road. And um, I'm still looking to do that because I think right now is probably the time to do it for you know right. people like me and you who are 23 24 25 um it'll definitely have more of an impact if we started doing something now than <laughs> than if we did when we were 40 so uh i don't think it's a bad thing um i just i need to know more about it i need to talk to the right people and right and get more involved that way cuz if i just went in on my own i would have no idea what the hell i was doing right i um I was talking to my dad and he he kind of invested probably in like 2017 or something and it wasn't I don't think it was bitcoin it was like a it was like a small like penny stock or something but he put I don't know x amount of dollars in and he uh one of his buddies at work said, "Hey, don't you have this certain stock?" and he's like, "Oh yeah, I do." And he looked back on it and he like quadrupled his money and yeah it's i don't know it's crazy because if you buy you know so you buy two thousand dollars worth back then now it's worth whatever i don't know eight ten thousand yeah for sure um i don't know you gotta i know there's a lot of people out there that think they know what they're doing with it too right so you gotta kind of you gotta just know the right people and talk to somebody who's actually going to take care of you and not end up causing you more of a headache later on right And I know one big thing that I've been hearing is uh, some people have been getting logged out of their account. So if you have an account with like a certain place to buy the stuff or whatever, and you don't remember your login info, I think you get like 10 tries, but if you don't get it, you're logged out forever and like all your money's gone. (laughs) So write down your password. (laughs) Well, and this goes back to what I was talking about with, um, you know, racing subscriptions and whatnot. Yeah. You know, I got like four different ones and they all got different passwords and usernames. Right. And like, <laughs> I just, if it wasn't for that safe password button that pops up on your phone, I would be screwed because yeah. I would be resetting it every time. I need to get like a little folder or something or a little notebook and write it all down in there because between all that and like your mobile banking and insurance and all this other stuff. There's so like, many things that you uh, got to keep track of. And then I don't know how, but for some reason... I'm not going to say my actual password, but it's pretty unique. When I put it in on something new, it'll pop up like, oh, this this username and password's already been taken. I'm like, how? What? <laughs> not even, like, that's not even cool. Right. But uh, what about you? What's new with you anyway? Keep talking about me all night. <sighs> I got a new job. That's, uh, that's going to be kind of exciting. I was working at Bills Distributing in Menominee, and um, I don't know, it was just time for a change, time to get out of that, and I uh, I went home and told the girlfriend, I'm like, man, I just, I don't have a job lined up, but I need to just do something else, and that night I get a call from Matt Bull, and he says, hey, I need to hire you, and I said, all right, I'm in, yep. <laughs> so got that, and I'll be working from home, which is, I don't know if I'll, I think I'll like it be kind of nice to wake up in pajamas and go to work but yeah, eat a bagel and uh, right? <laughs> yeah for sure that sounds hell i'd like to do that yeah i think it'll be pretty sweet but um definitely have to like 
once work is done, probably just have to go for a drive or something just to get out of the house. Yep. Um, now, other than that, uh, I got a, my great-grandpa's 88 Chevy. It's a single-cab long box, and um, it's a truck that my dad was using to pack the track at Thunder Hill. And we kind of just decided, like, I don't need my car anymore. It's a diesel Jetta, and it gets, you know, really good mileage for when I was driving back and forth to the cities. But anyway, decided I'm going to probably sell that, and then we're going to fix this this truck up. And it's it's kind of cool because it was my great-grandpa's, and then my dad drove it for a little bit. And Is it maroon? It's red and black. Yeah, I remember that truck. Yeah, it's got some uh, pretty sweet chrome wheels on it, but... We're kind of getting some body work fixed up, and um, I don't know, a few a few random things. Put a new radio in it, and it's a little rusty right now, but uh, going to do that. And we were planning on fixing it a little more and probably painting it, but it's kind of getting down to crunch time for both myself and my dad. So we're going to kind of piece it back together for this year, and then hopefully like next or this coming December, get it back in the shop, kind of see how things are looking and maybe repaint it and probably put some built to stuff on it and see what happens. You just like reminded me of something that I don't even know why I didn't bring this up before, but we got a 1972 Chevy C30. Really? And that's going to be a ramp truck here as soon as we get time to, to build it. Nice. It's going to be fat. Like, I'm so <laughs> pumped. Like, I really want to start on a couple of weeks ago, but I'm like, man, I got to get my race cars done first. Right. But this thing is going to be pimped. It's all like, you know, it's two-wheel drive, so it sits lower already. It might lower a little bit more. It's going to be a fat whip. I'm, like I said, <laughs> I'm kind of an old soul, so I like the old school, you know, wedge bed type trucks, you know. And when you're, I mean, it'll be perfect for going from uh, the shop there up to Cedar Lake, just a short drive, you know, 454. It's, uh, it's going to be sweet, man. I've anytime you can go to the racetrack and the kids that are you know in their parents car going down main street can see you know a race car next to them at a stoplight i think is just badass so right i'm, I'm looking forward to doing that that's pretty awesome i'm uh I'm trying to look up a picture here my grandpa he's got like a ton of old i don't know cars and race cars just like in the woods sitting out back you know i feel like I feel like all old racers just have their old cars sitting in the woods somewhere. But, yep. um, no, my grandpa's got, it's a, oh, here it is. It's super old truck and it's all, I mean, it's pretty much junk, but the body's okay. And I think it'd be super cool to turn into like a, some sort of a truck. Hell yeah. Do that right there. That would be a sweet ramp truck. Right. Cab over old GMC. Hell That's yeah. what I'm thinking. Like, it's crazy how, how like, bubbled up the noses and the grills so low to the ground but yeah for sure i mean it's i don't know i'm kind of like you i just like looking at old vehicles and seeing how they used to look and and even that 88 that i'm working on it's it's cool like you open the hood up and there's the motor and there's no plastic covers on anything and you can get to everything and i don't know yeah for sure here check this out oh nice that thing is sweet Heck yeah. yeah! I feel like sure. I feel like I've seen a lot of those in California, but they're like dropped down to the ground. Right, I've seen a couple of those, but yeah, no, it'll be cool. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's gonna. I mean, I imagine it'll be a busy year. Um, I don't really. 
have a direction really as to where we're going to go or what we're going to do exactly. But, uh, you ever feel like there's not enough time in a day? Every day. Yeah. <laughs> every day. Yeah. It sucks. I, and then like every weekend, it's always like, Ugh. you got Friday, Saturday, Sunday, or, you know, Saturday, Sunday, there needs to be a day in between there. Right. There just we has need, to be. We need three days, three day weekend for sure. Yeah. Cause you, you just, I don't know. Like Saturday, you can you spend more time working on your stuff or whatever, and then Sunday's supposed to be a day of relaxation. Yeah, but that never really happens for me anyway. And oh, I feel like Saturdays are always super busy, and then Sundays I'm like cleaning the house, or I don't know. You you get up, clean the house, and then it seems like you just do random stuff that you need to get done, and then you look at the clock, and it's seven o'clock, and like, oh, I should probably eat some dinner and kind of chill out. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I don't know. But it seems, I don't know, it's so much nicer in the summer when the days are longer. And, like, I feel like you're busier in the summer, but you almost have more time to do stuff because it's light out longer. I don't know. Yeah, I was thinking about that today. Like, I, I don't know when daylight savings is, but when you leave here at 730 and it feels like it's midnight, that, yeah, that like does nothing for you. But when like no. in the summertime, when you leave at seven thirty and you can still see the sun a little bit, right? Like, oh man, I got all kinds of time before I need to go to bed. And right? <laughs> it's it's the strangest thing, but uh, yeah, I don't know. It's uh, it's it's really busy here, man, and we're just uh trying to get the rest of our stuff done. And, um, hopefully we can get everything finished up in the next couple of weeks and have a couple bullets ready to go. Right when, uh, right when the season starts. Heck yeah. Well, I don't know. That's about all I got. You got anything else? Um, not really, man. Uh, enjoyed being here, having a little BS sesh, and um, maybe next week Blake can uh, maybe not go on vacation and he can be here to Seriously, do his though. job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought I hired him. Wait, I already took a vacation. <laughs> No, we uh, definitely appreciate you coming on and helping out. Um, might have to have you on and kind of BS with us again. It's I don't know. I feel like, I know I've said this before, but I feel like all the guests that we've had on, we need to have them on about three more times just to kind of get to know them more and know their personalities. Yeah, for sure. Um, anytime, for sure. Like I I enjoy bullshitting, you know, when when it's uh when we got time to do it so um anytime you uh want me back on here i can i can talk for sure you know yeah so um yeah whenever you uh whenever y'all get bored just call me up i'll be over heck yeah um one last thing uh kind of forgot about in the uh the sponsors in the beginning but it's kind of because it's a new sponsor but big thank you to owen tarvis racing um I know he races in the uh, rookie class, the go-karts. So they're coming on board, helping us out. And, yeah, check out their uh, their Facebook page. I believe it's Tarvis Racing. Um, go check them out and uh, give them a like. So thank you again to all our sponsors. And uh, thanks, Blake, for calling us. And uh, thank you, James. We're out. Later, boys.